things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Yo, 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 grace and peace, grace and peace. Welcome to another episode of All Things Theology, where I'm your host, K-Dub. And today, I want to talk about your favorite subject, Marcus Rogers, of course. I'll address that here in a second. But before we get started, make sure you smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you're not, and as always, click the notification bell so you beware when I go live just like this. Today, this episode is sponsored here by Waterloo. <laughs> just kidding peach version man it's hey, it's a good drink i like it so hey if you don't want those drinks with all those sugars and high fructose corn syrup ah man i should get a sponsorship or something <laughs> let me address this guys because i know they're gonna be people say okay you're you're you're, you're beating a dead horse move on we're tired of hearing about it, and, and, and in some sense, I understand. Some sense, I understand. But just imagine, imagine, right, Apostle Paul exposing the Pharisees, exposing false teaching, and someone responding, move on, move on, Paul, move on. We're, we're tired of hearing about this. And so my, 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 my argument is, don't you care about the people that are involved and what I call a cult. And I'm going to show that explicitly later. I mean, I don't think there will be no denial after this video is done. And I think there's there's a video I've done later or earlier that you can refer to. And I'll be dropping a shorter condensed version of this tomorrow just for, um, you know, those who are interested. As, as someone says, overkill. When do we stop talk to, talking about false teachings and false teachers? So, nevertheless... Someone, uh, I wake up this morning, woke up this morning, <laughs> I woke up this morning, um, and I saw someone tag me in a video, and I was like, hmm, I don't know who this person is, or I didn't recognize it at first, and went to click on the video, and the video was telling me to repent, and so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it, <laughs> if there's something I need to repent of, um, then I will, so I watched the video, and lo and behold, the video was pretty much telling me to repent for not supporting or, you know, confirming Marcus Rogers as a brother or a pastor. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So, yes, that's right. We'll, 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 we will stop talking about false teachers when they stop doing false, teaching false doctrines. That's right. So, nevertheless, I message the guy. I say, hmm, interesting, right? You You want me to repent for not supporting Marcus Rogers, even though he's a false teacher. And so I said, would you like to come on? <laughs> Wait, you watched the whole thing? It wasn't that long. It was like eight, nine minutes, something like that. <laughs> see, see, I, I, I feel like I'm a patient guy. Like, how, how many people would watch a video where the first thing they're being told is they need to repent? I, I watched it because I was like, if I'm in error, I need to repent, <laughs> you know? So, um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, I asked him, hey, would you like to come on my channel? Um, would you like to... Hold on, let me see. Oh, boy, you know you're in the right one. The false teaching is someone telling you to repent. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I asked, would you like to come on my channel? And he was like, sure. And I was like, cool. 
you know, email me. Well, he was like, I want to email you. You must engage with me in the comment section. And I was like, all right, you're being, you're being, <laughs> you're being weird. I told him that. I said, you're being weird, but okay, let's do 7 p.m. Uh, <laughs> let's do 7 p.m. on my channel, Central Standard Time. I'll send you the link. He says, cool, I'll represent my video to your followers. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you're not going nine, ten minutes straight representing what I already know. <laughs> like, who does that? We're going to do this slideshow video. And guys, I, I, I cut up sections just for full disclosure, just for, uh, you know, I, I cut up sections that I want to get at, get to. And, and for the most part, majority of the video is still in the video. And for those who want to watch the full video, I put it in my description section, just in case you want to watch it. Montana Viking, he did a good review of it just a little bit ago. So if you want to see another perspective, uh, watch Montana Vikings, subscribe to him as well. So I'm like, bro, yeah, you're not going to come on my, my 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 platform and represent your whole slideshow about how I need to repent and how I'm 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 wrong. You you can, you know, summarize your argument, you know, a couple minutes, and I'll let you have the floor. And then we'll engage in a conversation. It's, it's, it's not a uh, monologue. And so um, that's where we're going to uh, that's where we're going to start today. And I'm going to use this to show how Marcus Rogers is a cult leader and he has a cult following. I know I know a few weeks ago I said he's a cult leader. But I'm actually very convinced Marcus Rogers is leading a cult. Let's let's play this video. OK. Um, this guy goes by Turek. Uh, let me, let me actually see. Uh, he goes by Turek Patrick, the biblical theologian. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and, and we're going to address the whole, cause you know, if you address Marcus Rogers. Oh yeah. Uh, make sure you, uh, make sure you tune into that. Make sure you follow De developing that. Um, you know, the whole thing about, like, you know, if you address Marcus Rogers, oh, you're just for clout. Uh, and that's if you address him negatively, because the po the people who address him positively and they get a lot of views, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, we, you know, they're just a part of the remnant, apparently. But I'm talking too much. Let's let's get into this. Welcome back, guys, to another video. Today, I'm going to be talking about why Marcus Rogers is a Christian and why I support him. Let All right, so right there. <laughs> so Marcus Rogers is a Christian, and he supports him. Well, let, let me let me start this off right here. Marcus Rogers is not a Christian. Let me have some more of my peach Waterloo. Ah, tasty. Marcus Rogers is not a Christian. Why? Because I'm a hater. Because I I'm just I I want what Marcus Rogers has. I want the following. No. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, Marcus Rogers denies fundamental teachings of the faith. And so we're going to keep going. Watch this, guys. Get right into this video. The message here is Jesus Christ showed tolerance. Let's see why. We'll be starting with Scripture, Luke chapter 9, verse 49 to 50. And it reads, so John said to Jesus, Master, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because 
he isn't in our group. Uh, let me just start this off. Uh, if you're going to use an argument against me, I would prefer a better version of the Bible rather than the NLT. I'll just say that first and foremost. But nevertheless, I'm I'm not against Marcus Rogers because he's in a different group. <laughs> My wife says he's well organized with the PowerPoint. <laughs> he, he thought about this for some time. Yeah. Um, I have friends in different groups I don't ride with. Right. I'm not Presbyterian. I got Presbyterian friends. I'm not charismatic, you know, in the sense of the gifts. I got people I rock with on that. So it's so notice his premise is just all from the start. Because I'm not rocking. It's, it's not that I'm not rocking with Marcus Rogers because he's in a different group than me. I'm not rocking with Mar Marcus Rogers because he's a heretic. He's a false teacher. He's. So this, the premise is way off. And we know from my, 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 my brother developing dad, logic, right? If the premise is off, the conclusion will be off, right? <laughs> if, you, if you start with the faulty uh, premise, you will let end at a faulty conclusion. So, no, I, it's not because he's not in my group or he's casting out demons and I'm not. I could care less about that at the end of the day. Jesus said, don't stop him. Anyone who is not against you is for you. The Life Application Study Bible indicates. You know what's strange, though? He doesn't show the same <laughs> uh, grace to us. Because uh, it seems from, from the verbiage he's using in this video, he doesn't think I'm a Christian. Very interesting. <laughs> you know, you talk about. You know, you can really uh, say a lot about someone's consistency, um, you know, uh, and Seiko, someone did send me that video or I think he deleted it, though, you know, where <laughs> he needs to make up his mind. <laughs> In Luke chapter nine, verse 49 to 50, it says the disciples were jealous. Nine of them together had been unable to cast out a single evil spirit. But when they saw a man who was not one of their group casting out demons, they told him to stop. So if, if this is supposed to be applicable to, be, to me, um, I'm not jealous of Marcus Rogers. Trust me on that one. <laughs> um, it's not because he's not in my group. And nor am I jealous because he's casting out demons. And I guess I can't. Um, not, 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 <laughs> if you think any of this has to do anything with the Bible, <laughs> uh, it doesn't. But this is actually the cult-like behavior of Marcus Rogers' followers. They will insert Marcus Rogers anywhere. <laughs> if you've ever dealt with Islam, they do this with Muhammad. You know, he becomes the comforter, and they'll try to find Muhammad in the Bible. Um, and so all, all kind of cult groups do, do this. Uh, Mormonism does it with Joseph Smith. And we're going to see much more of this later. But uh, guys, I'm just giving you an appetizer of the cult behavior of Marcus Rogers' following. Our pride is hurt when someone else succeeds where we have failed. But Jesus says there is no room for such jealousy in this. Again, I'm not jealous of Marcus Rogers. I, I want nothing that he has. Trust me. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not hurt over anything. Um, I'm not 
hurt over some success he's gotten where I failed. All this is just, you know, I've been talking a lot about assuming people's motivations. You know, a lot of people do this. And so let's keep going. Spirit of warfare, spiritual warfare of his kingdom. Share Jesus' open arms attitude towards Christian workers outside your group. Why didn't you do the same? You know, why didn't you share your open arms with me? <laughs> See, this is it's hypocritical. It's like, uh, you should do it, but hey, I'm not going to do the same towards you. Here's the point. Jesus didn't open his arms to false teachers. I mean, read Matthew 7. Read, read a lot of the uh, conversations to the false teachers that Jesus addressed. A lot of the false teachers that Paul addressed, Paul and the apostles addressed. There was not open arms. Unless you repent. Then we, hey, guess what? If Marcus Rogers repent, I will be in the biggest Marcus Rogers fan club. I'll be like, man, that's my bro. <laughs> I don't have any jealousy like that. I, I don't rock like that. Man, if you're a Christian and I see you doing things for the Lord, guess what, man? All, all power to you, man. I, I'm going to rock with you. But if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're teaching heresy, hey, you're not of us. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not sorry. I'm, <laughs> I don't I don't make any apologies for that. But um, yeah, rejoice when when they are able to bring people to Christ. And Marcus Rogers is not bringing people to Christ because he mentions Christ's name. Do you do you do you do the same thing with 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 Mormons? Obviously, the Christ that Marcus Rogers uh, ascribes to is, is a different one than the Bible. And so. The right to greatness is not exclusive right. And I have no clue what that even means. I mean, this is one of those um, word of faith cliches or, you know, lines that's like, huh? Um, what do you, hold on, hold on, I got one for it. Sorry, y'all, sorry. Uh, what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, what? <laughs> Even Russell Westbrook don't know what you're talking about, man. I mean, what? <laughs> I, I have no clue what this means. The right to greatness is not an exclusive right. <laughs> I have, okay. Whatever that's supposed to mean, I mean. Not an exclusive right. John knew that the apostles had done just what Christ had demonstrated they should not do. They had just failed to receive a man. In fact, they had rejected the man. And to top it off, the man was a ministering in the name of Christ. <laughs> Sorry, Seiko. <laughs> uh, I'm about halfway done. I'm a little closer to halfway done, if that helps. John wanted to find out if they were right in forbidding others to preach in Jesus' name. John felt that there were, there were bound to be limits to what Jesus was saying. Certainly, not everyone was to be received and welcomed and brought to Jesus. Some people follow us not with us whom God desires to reach. If you reject Marcus Rogers... Guys, I'm going to leave that on the screen right there. I want you to read it. <laughs> A moment of silence. Uh, hold on. Should I, should I play some music? Should I, should I play some music? Hey, 
Nah, this is more fitting. Uh, guys, have you read the statement on the screen yet? Bro, when I saw this, when I was watching this video, I said, yo. I said, yo, this is straight up blasphemy. This is straight up cult behavior. Just in case, <laughs> you know, your screen's a little blurry. Let me read it for you. He says, if you reject Marcus Rogers as a minister and or pastor, you are rejecting Christ. Now, someone says, what in the Jim Jones? <laughs> so I posted this on Facebook and someone said, what in the David Koresh is this? <laughs> They're right. Because this is cultic. And it, this is proof. This is going to prove. And I'm, I'm further establishing the premise of my video. Marcus Rogers has a cult following. And this is my point. If you reject Marcus Rogers as a minister and or pastor, you are rejecting Christ. Now, I would say the same to someone if they rocked in my circles. Like if you said this, if you put in, matter of fact, if you put up any name other than Jesus, this statement is blasphemous. Um, right. If you reject Mark, if you reject John MacArthur as a minister and a pastor, you are rejecting Christ. I would never say that. <laughs> I love John MacArthur. But guess what? You can think the worst about John MacArthur as far as a pastor. And technically you can still be saved. Right. I mean, salvation isn't wrapped around affirming John MacArthur or Marcus Rogers. I mean, I would say Godhead, but he doesn't even believe that. So uh, as far as I understand, Turek rejects the Trinity as well. So salvation is not in affirming Marcus Rogers. This is this is wild, yo. This is when I was like, you know what? I got I got to respond in this video. Marcus Rogers is not an apostle. So Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. As a Christian, as a servant, as a minister, as a pastor, and you reject the people that are going towards that direction, you are rejecting Christ. How can anyone that will say that they are biblically sound and have doctrine have missed this? How could you? How can you say you're biblically sound and say you reject Marcus Rogers? Let, let me let me switch the wording. Because I'm biblically sound. That's why I reject Marcus Rogers, his teachings, that is. Because I know my Bible, that's why I reject Marcus Rogers' theology and therefore conclude, um, you know, um, Marcus Rogers is a false teacher. Yes, he is referring to the verse where it says, if they receive you in my name, they receive me. If they reject you, they reject me. He's referring to the apostles. Not Marcus Rogers. Marcus Rogers is not a... <laughs> not an apostle by no means. I mean, he's not even biblically an elder, I would argue. Someone says, who is this? He goes by the name uh, Turek Patrick, biblical theologian on um, YouTube.
you know, so. Yeah, and, and it's the man that people are rejecting. Not, not Mark. It's one thing to say, if you reject Marcus Rogers' message, that could be a little bit more understandable, even though I reject that as well. But the person, because here's one of the things I do when I go open air preaching. I say, think whatever you want about me. Who cares at the end of the day uh, what you think about me? Because salvation isn't wrapped in what you think about me. I could care less. Still hate me, I guess. But what you do about Christ matters. Turn to him. Repent and believe. <laughs> don't don't turn to me. Someone says, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> who are you? I don't know. You miss this. Why do you think Marcus Rogers won't talk to you about doctrine? I can name a few reasons. <laughs> uh, here, let me name a few reasons. He can't defend them. Uh, I've given the challenge of um, debating him in Chicago. So, yeah. Why? Let me answer your question. Biblically, he don't have to, because you. And th that's a fair point, and and I've and I've granted that. Um. He he doesn't have to debate me. I mean, just yeah. He, you don't have to debate everyone you come in contact with. That's fair. And, and I'll accept that as an answer. But watch his answer. I've already rejected Christ and showed intolerance to his followers, the pastor, the minister, the servants. You don't hear me. So hold on. If you. The reason why he doesn't debate us is because we reject Christ. And remember, by rejecting Christ, he means rejecting Marcus Rogers. You see the the role reversal. Um. Someone, someone said Marcus Rogers would call <laughs> Terry a bucket. You, funny enough, Marcus Rogers actually comments on this video. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show that here in a second. Let, let, let me keep going. <laughs> Sorry, Minister, the servants, you don't hear me, you don't see me. The holy, the holy Bible can help you with that. Now you see the, now you've seen the teacher in me. Let me show you the prophet. <laughs> Is this the Maya Angelou quote or something? I I mean, <laughs> where is he getting this? You don't hear me? Is he mixing Maya Angelou and Isaiah or something? I don't know. You don't see me? Let me show you the prophet. Let's go. Scripture says, when you enter a city or village, search for a worthy person and stay in his home until you leave town. When you enter a home, give it your blessing. If it, if it turns out to be worthy home, let your blessing stand. If it is not, take back your blessing. I have other sheep too that are not in the sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and, they, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. It's true that some, some are preaching. Guys, I, I'm going to show you how he butchers Philippians 1. And I've seen other people do this, too, when defending false teachers. Doesn't mean we should do it as well. Jealousy and rivalry. But others preach about Christ with a pure motive. They preach because they love me. For they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambitions, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful to me. 
But that does not matter. Whether their motives are false or genuine, the message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice. And I will continue to rejoice. So he's trying to allude that we should just rejoice because Marcus Rogers is preaching Christ. Well, by his same standard, it, it, because I would argue Marcus Rogers preached a false Christ. So, But by his standard, he should preach when the Mormons preach about Christ. What Paul is not saying, Paul is saying in, in Philippians 1, you go to concept, they're preaching rightly about Christ, but they have false motivations. I'm very familiar with Philippians 1 because our church is going through the book of Philippians right now. And so, by his standard, he should rejoice when the Mormons preach. And by his standard, watch this, y'all, he should rejoice when we preach, right? Because don't we preach about Christ? He would have to admit we, we talk about Christ. So, this is the hypocrisy of this stuff. Because Paul isn't talking about you rejoice when false teachers still preach about Christ. No, he's saying when Christ is rightly preached. Even though it's done with false motivations, he still preaches. You need to repent. Marcus Rogers, I support you, soldier, and keep doing your thing. I salute you, sir. <laughs> All right, Seiko, you could, uh, uh, someone, uh, <laughs> resuscitate Seiko Woods back <laughs> from the dead. The video is done. We're good. All right. <laughs> Marcus Rogers responded. <laughs> Check it out. So, uh, bless you, bro. You are clearly part of the remnant, even though he kind of wrapped up salvation in your name. <laughs> I guess he was cool with that. Let's rise up, bro. Love you. All right. Man, um, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not done because I'm, I want to establish further. Uh, you keep stepping all over the truth. American bully seeds. Would you like to come on and defend Marcus Rogers? Because you're doing a lot of you're doing a lot of chattering in the uh, comment section, but you're not even you're not really saying nothing. <laughs> that's a, that's an ironic thing. You'd like to come on ain't nothing to it hashtag cam up but i want to show you marcus rogers followers <laughs> right right there is no other name by which one can be saved <laughs> marcus rogers in that blasphemous um um before I, before i pull up some comments last was well, this was about two weeks ago about two weeks ago um, I've had some, uh, conversations and Marcus Rogers commented in a post. And when Marcus Rogers comes on a post, uh, so did his, so did his people. Just, just say, you, you, you battle Marcus, you battle, you battle the congregation too. And so, um, one of these, uh, one of these, uh, followers, Brenda, Tom, Thomas, you know, Please ignore this kind of stuff. You are growing in influence and impact. These people who don't have a broad influence, a.k.a. not being on his level, only be using controversy, controversy to pull your audience to his platform. 
build the kingdom, the flock that gathers to your ministry and keep pushing it. All glory to God. And so uh, more of this clout chaser stuff. But we're going we're gonna to show who's the real clout chaser, admittedly. Right. We're going to show that. Um, no, look, look at this. I believe you, sir, need to do a heart check because you seem obsessed over this man. Nevertheless, this was like the second the second video I done did on Marcus Rogers at that time. So if you address if you address Marcus Rogers, this is what you're gonna get. <laughs> it could be your first time ever mentioning Marcus Rogers. You're why are you obsessed? Why are you obsessed? It's it's almost like <laughs> they're just parroting what Marcus Rogers says, kind of like cults do. Have you truly consulted the Holy Spirit and God concerning the man of God, Marcus Rogers? Or is this your flesh and your own personal hatred towards this man? <laughs> this is called this is what's called a false dichotomy. <laughs> Uh, either you affirm Marcus Rogers or you're in the flesh, right? You don't know who this man is in the eyes of God. So you may want to be careful. Sounds like a threat. <laughs> Please don't be found acting as one of the Pharisees. You'll get that a lot too. Because you think you know it all or have it all together. It's so much going on in the body of Christ. And souls are needed to be drawn to Christ. You are wasting your time with nitpicking. SMH. Lord Help your people because this stuff is ridiculous. We're looking more and more like the world and the enemy, laughing because many are playing right into his hands. <laughs> it's literally a hypocritical statement. Why, why, why aren't you out there winning souls for Christ? You're up here commenting on my page. Nevertheless, let's keep going, guys. We're not done. Uh, another follower. <laughs> another follower. Why are so many focused on debating another's interpretation of Scripture? You would have to debate every denomination you're in line with. When all we get to heaven, when we when we all get to heaven, Jesus can reveal what it meant. But until then, we should focus on heaven issues, even though we don't really know, apparently, to her. So many still need Jesus, and we're out here trying to degrade other pastors. We don't preach the exact same thing as you do. Unless the issue is something that would keep souls out of heaven or get them into heaven, maybe we should put our focus back where it belongs. Not on man, but on God. And that's actually the very, <laughs> that's the very reason why I'm um, addressing this. Because it is a heaven or hell issue. Uh, she goes on, honestly, I'm tired of the slandering of brothers and sisters in Christ. We don't have time for that nonsense. Jesus is coming soon. Worry about your unsaved brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah. Stop worrying about other preachers. Unless they are preaching something that could send someone to hell or trafficking kids or something. Uh, then we have issues. Let let go and let God do his thing. I'm a, oh, I hate that phrase. The numerous pages devoted to degrade another Christian over scripture interpretation is sad. What's the old saying? What would Jesus do? <laughs> yeah, Jesus would never call out false teachers. <laughs> he never did that in his ministry, right? He just he just united with everybody. He had such a large following. Um she keeps she goes says something if you keep fighting go ahead but you're losing the chance to win souls in the process I, if i did not have a relationship with jesus and saw the nonsense i've seen lately like this i'd want nothing to do with god it's a good thing i know him already so, so but because of someone seeing poor little old me can keep someone from the kingdom because i disagree with marcus rogers interesting uh we keep going well, this this was this was the funniest one to me because it, <laughs> it's filled with uh, insults. This is so sickening, you cowrie scary bastard. 
I can't help but laugh because it's like <laughs> he's saying I'm sick, but he starts his comments with that phrase. He says, so he says that he said, because you don't know who your father is always coming at your own and always want to fight in a fight. And I know I have no clue who this guy is. So we're supposed to share the gospel in love. <laughs> yeah. Share the gospel in love. And notice what he just said to me. When will you learn? Stop fighting. Let alone you using the word debate. Also known as love as fight for the love of money. <laughs> a lousy hundred dollars. You will engage fight the devil. <laughs> this is like the longest run on sentence ever. A house divided shall not stand will fall. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm genuinely laughing, y'all. Because this, this name is just filled with contradictions. Uh, developing dad. Help them out, man. Please. Please. Uh, Marcus Rogers. I keep hearing the Holy Spirit to tell me, tell you, ignore the haters. Pray for them. Keep your focus. These posts are unnecessary. You giving in. These troublemakers... You're giving in to these troublemakers and haters. Fuel their fire and take them from your purpose. Nice to know, Jennifer. The devil is mad at Marcus Rogers and he's trying to distract the brother. Brother Marcus, ignore this bull. It's from Crystal. <laughs> A couple more guys. Kimberly Blakes. I, I think I saw Seiko say, uh, share this one. Let the Lord be magnified. 200 souls saved and 150 healed. Demon-possessed troll number one. You're not qualified to magnify the Lord. Demon-possessed troll number two. It is lawful to heal on the Sabbath. Question mark. Demon-possessed troll number three. God hates you and your family. <laughs> okay. Uh, all this is just defense of Marcus Rogers. Let me let me go to this one. This, one's, this one cracked me up probably the most. <laughs> this is from Brian J. Williams. This was uh, 2020, though. I went back. To, I went back. I did some. I, I got to get some receipts. This, this is what I mean by cultic, guys. This is what I mean. It says, now this is extreme divine intervention. Guys, this is supposed to be extreme divine intervention. Watch, right? I posted a screenshot of a precise moment of a video that Marcus Rogers posted a few weeks ago. Weeks back. When I backed out of my feed, Marcus Rogers repost was the first thing on my feed. With an exact screenshot of what I had posted. Only in God is this possible. Wow. Yo, that's wild. And, you know, Marcus Rogers shares his posts. And it's supposed to be some kind of extreme divine intervention. Um, yeah, hold on. Let me see. This is the last one. Oh, yo, this is wild. Yo, it's a, this is so wild, yo. Check this one out. Check this one out. This is from a lady named Rachel Ann Wilson on January 12th. He says, she says, sorry. I've had a lot of dreams about Marcus Rogers. In fact, I dreamed of him before I even knew he existed. And I know 100% he is who he claims to be because of this fact. This man gets slandered more than anyone I've ever I've seen, which is quite alarming because it shows that Christians are not testing the spirits like God told us to. Irony. There is no discernment, just hypocrisy. No one is perfect. We all have sin we struggle with, and that will be a fact until the day we die. So instead of looking at a sin, when you should be looking at and addressing your own, look at him 
for who God created him to be. Look at Jesus in him. If you can't see Jesus in him, then you do not have eyes that see. I've seen the spirit that usurps God's authority by coming against the positions God puts people in. It is by far the most disgusting I've seen. And I've stood face to face with Satan. <laughs> I bet you have. Um, the spirit sits on a throne and it wears a crown of pride. It has long strag... No, guys, this gets crazy. <laughs> it has long straggly gray hair and it shakes violently. With its eyes rolls back in its head. It's a vile spirit. Last night I dreamed of Marcus Rogers, Marcus New Church Firehouse. When I walked inside, I saw him standing in the middle of the room with a gathering of people. As I walked closer, the presence of the Holy Spirit grew stronger and stronger, and it brought me to my knees in tears. I knew God was in this place. Then the Holy Spirit lifted me up, levitated me, slowly across the room and a man in the congregation came to me with oil and was praying i don't care what anyone says or suspected this man god is in that church i haven't even been there in person and i know this <sighs> oh it really does sicken me how supposed christians treat their brothers and sisters in christ slander is not testing the spirits Defamation is not testing the spirits. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuked this vile spirit out of the church and sent it back to where it came from. Every unclean spirit of contention, jealousy, strife, witchcraft, dominions, and prides shuts its mouth now by the power of the Holy Spirit. All sin and motives will be exposed and nothing said nor done in the darkness will be left hiding. No stones will be left unturned. The spirit of accusations will be upon the head of those who speak it. I see a whirlwind inside of them. Every word they speak goes into the wind and ends up destroying themselves. I see the Holy Spirit vouching for every sincere soul. Those burning with the Holy Spirit fire are left standing in the open. Everyone can see who they are. I see those who don't have the fire in them. Everyone can see who they are. It is a time of revealing, a time of reckoning. Know who your enemy is and who you're up against. You are fighting for the enemy. What do you call a soldier who betrays his own team? Traitors and cowards have no place in this war. So rise up or shut up. Miss Rachel Wilson of Colt Firehouse. <laughs> Yo, I can't with these people, man. As someone said, it's funny, but sad. It's funny, but sad. This, this, this is a cult, y'all. This is a cult. I want to go over something real quick because I want to go over some cult tactics, marks of a cult and marks of a cult leader. Um, 
<laughs> Sorry, y'all are cracking me up. <laughs> um, let, let me go over the, the, the marks of a cult leader. Because this is uh, particularly... Uh, and, and, and I'm only dealing with a couple. Because uh, I want to uh, demonstrate a point. Uh, narcissistic self, sense of self. Cult leaders basically believe they were born to be better than others. And we've already de demonstrated that, right? Marcus Rogers has said to me, <laughs> to many people, we're not on his level, right? In fact, they are tempted to believe that nobody can be better than them. They're basically arrogant and are driven and motivated by a spirit of pride. Every cult leader tends to claim or insinuate to have power, position, authority that exclusively godlike. And we see that clearly here. And we're going to see it further. They not only claim to speak for God, but believe and teach their followers that disobeying the leader is equivalent to disobeying God. A superficial charm and charisma. Cult leaders are actors and pretenders. They understand that discovering your weakness, needs, and desires are a gateway to putting you in bondage. And it goes further on, but I, I, I play that to d demonstrate a point. But before I get to that, I want to address this issue of Marcus Rogers and his followers always saying, um, you know, you, oh, you just mentioned Marcus Rogers for clout. You just want to gain your following. Interesting. Interesting, because that, that's not my motivation. I, and, I, and I explicitly say that. That's that's not why I'm doing that. So at that point, it's slander because I've never made a mention to that. But. Their cult leader, Marcus Rogers, um, has explicitly stated that's why he addresses certain people. Marcus Rogers <laughs> goes after big name people for views. You don't believe me? Now, some people, they're just blatantly trying to use my name for views because they don't have no anointing. And a lot of people can't tell the difference between anointing and talent. And even, you know, they hear good preaching, but it's not anointed preaching. Right. And so they, they they try to do it, you know, and people, they, they say because I talk about celebrities and they most of the time you can tell they don't listen to the videos that I'm in the Illuminati. No, if you notice, I'll talk about Cardi B and I back it up with Bible. I'll talk and, and people click on it. And so my thinking process behind it is that when I say, oh, you know, a lot of Christians, seven ways to pray, seven ways to fast. A lot of people, they don't want to, they don't care about that. They don't care about spiritual things. But if you put Cardi B or something like that in the title, people click on it and you can see it gets more views. Or people talk about casting out demons and spiritual warfare, it gets more views. And so I'll get people who are not saved to watch my videos thinking, oh, this is about to be about Cardi B and the Grammys. And then I bring it around to the Bible and I warn them to get right with God and I tell them to repent. What kind of false prophet you know is telling people to repent, to seek God for themselves? Uh, a lot. Joseph Smith did that. <laughs> um, Muhammad did that. There's many false teachers who told people to repent still. So he doesn't understand, but that's the manipulation, you know, of a cult leader. Stop going to watered down churches, gummy bear churches. It, it, it blows my mind how blind people are. They claim to be, uh, you know, have a relationship, God, relationship with God and be spiritual, but they so deceived. And the Bible talks about this in the last days uh, that they, they will be a great falling away people. So as Montana Viking says is, oh, so when Marcus tries to get views, it's perfectly okay. Got it? <laughs> That's right. This is, 
But that that's what cult leaders will do. Yes, it's wrong for you to do it. <laughs> All y'all who don't agree with my little cult back here. The firehouse. All y'all, it's wrong to address me negatively. Because if you do it positively, it's okay, right? Notice, remember I started this video saying, I watched the Turek video, even though it said in the, in the description to repent, I watched it because I was like, hey, if there's something I did wrong, then I will repent. Matter of fact, there's been a couple people who addressed me this week about something publicly I did that I was like, I was wrong. And I'm going to address it in an in a upcoming video next week. But nevertheless, um, and, and, and it's not even that big of a deal. Uh, it, it is because I was corrected. But Marcus Rogers is prideful. He's a narcissist. It's all about him. And, and I'm going to do this tomorrow in a short clip. Go down Marcus Rogers' page. It's all about him defending his ministry, defending his name. All about him. I, I'm not even being sarcastic. And if you disagree, like if you just like, man, I don't rock with, with, with Firehouse, bro. It's like God ain't with you. You're, you're you don't have the spirit of God if you can't recognize him as a minister of God or whatever he wants to call himself. Firehouse like the Subway sandwich. <laughs> I like the meatball at Firehouse, not not, not the Marcus Rogers Church, the the, the, the sub. <laughs> um and yeah, if you disagree, you're, you're, you're a gummy bear Christian and all these all these kind of demeaning insults, right? It's it's meant to guilt you. That And, and like I said, cult leaders, they they uh, <laughs> they they live on guilting the people. They live on that. Right. If you don't agree with them, uh, they, they will manipulate you. Right. And here's and here's my thing. If you disagree with me, we have we have a biblical discussion about it. I'm not I'm not going to insult you. Um, here's a good question I'll answer. Do you think Marcus Rogers willingly knows that he is deceived or self-deceived? That's a good question. Ultimately, I don't know. Right. Ultimately, I do not. I do not know. But I would I would like to think from all the evidence that he has to know. He has to know. So yeah, Marcus Rogers will do a video to get views, to clickbait people, to trick people to watch his videos. You know, he, he does a lot of clickbaity stuff. He puts his hands in the trash can, right? And and, and ultimately, you know what? That's not wrong. If, he, if there, there could be teaching principles that could be helpful for some people. So I'm not condemning it. But... He admits, yeah, if I do the spiritual stuff, nobody going to watch that. <laughs> nobody going to watch that. He's it's like, teaching God's word isn't the main attraction to his channel. He kind of admits it. He kind of admits it. Because I have no problem with addressing people, addressing bigger names, bigger names than me. But when I address him, who has a bigger name, I'm not on his level. But when he addresses Cardi B or... Whoever it may be, <laughs> um, oh, that's just walking in my calling. It's hypocrisy. It's 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 literally hypocrisy. But Marcus Rogers breeds on this kind of attention, and he's in a he's in a environment 
that literally elevates Marcus Rogers to a place no man should be. No man should be at that place. You don't believe me? I did a video about this not too long ago, but there may have been some people that have not seen that video. So I'm going to take a time right now to uh, address some of these clips from a while, about a couple of weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. My friends, um, if you have not seen this, it's highly disturbing. It's highly disturbing. Right, I'm not mad at him for addressing Cardi B. I'm mad at the hypocrisy. <laughs> so guys, check this out. Courage and favor shall be given to him and the key of David and the government on his shoulder and doors and politics will open to him. Doors and media journalism shall open to him in the name of all name. You may not have caught it. Let me play it again. Courage and favor shall be given to him and the key of David and the government on his shoulder. And Marcus Rogers, you know, even if I was in this charismatic crowd, I would, I would hope that if I heard something like that, I would snatch that microphone and throw it across the room. Right. If, if, if you do, if you're not familiar with the text that was quoted, Isaiah nine, six, <laughs> a messianic promise about the Lord himself, the government being on Marcus Rogers' shoulder. I thought, as someone says, I thought the government was on Jesus' shoulder. Uh, guys, this is blasphemous. This is why I say, and remember, one of the cult tactics is to elevate themselves to a level of Christ. So guess what? If you're disagreeing with the cult leader, you're disagreeing with Christ himself. Now, another text that was equally blasphemous is, and some of you guys picked up on it, the key of David. Where, where is that in scripture? Well, a uh, couple places, but particularly Revelation 3.7. Notice what it says. This is, this is so blasphemous. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, the words of the Holy One, the true one, we already know who he's talking about there, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. That was applied to Marcus Rogers. <sighs> Guys, in, in all sincerity, if you're in Marcus Rogers' ministry, his church, his following, please do not follow this man. I would love to, to dialogue with someone in the in the group, but it's been my experience that those who are in the group don't want to talk. It's it's kind of like a Jehovah's Witness. If you um, you know, if if you uh, if you ever address someone in Jehovah's Witness, it's hard to talk to them one on one. You know, you kind of have that isolation that's done. They they don't want to hear from someone. I had, I had a Facebook friend who said that her sister is involved in the movement and they pretty much have lost their relationship because of that. Um, just something to think about y'all. Um, yeah, but I'm not done. Let's see. Let's, let's go to this one. They knew Jesus was a prophet because of the signs. 
Now all our prophets just want to talk. Someone say talk is cheap. I saw him picking people out of wheelchairs. We're going to hear of him raising the dead. He's a... Mark my words. Mark his words. Marcus Rogers will raise the dead. And for some of you in charismatic crowds, you're saying, okay, we're supposed to do that, right? Okay. Just, uh, you know, some of you, that might not be convincing enough. What about this? What about this? Stuff you won't even be able to post about. You won't even have a caption to, to give a description of it because he'll just have to show the video. Just strange stuff. I mean, blinded eyes opening, deaf ears opening, the paralyzed walking, the lame walking, the things, everything Jesus did. We're going to see him do it. I'm glad to have a brother that's about real stuff. Amen. Did y'all hear it? Hold on a second. Did y'all hear that? Let me, just in case you, uh, you got up to, uh, you know, use the bathroom. I, I understand. Sometimes you need a break. I've been going for about 55 minutes. So some of you might have, um, um, you know, took, took, took away. Now, now you're back and you're like, what's going on? Let me, <laughs> let me play this again. Blinded eyes opening, deaf ears opening, the paralyzed walking, the lame walking, the things, everything Jesus did. We're going to see him do it. I'm glad to have a brother that. Y'all hear that? Everything that Jesus did, we're going to see Marcus Rogers supposedly do. Everything? Everything? <laughs> now, you know, I, I affirm that we are to live like Christ. We are to imitate him. But there are many things I'm not to imitate him in. Dying for sins, that's one of them. <laughs> uh, uh, walking as if I was God. Um, um, receiving praise and glory. Everything? Someone said play it again. All right, just for you, my friend. <laughs> Stuff you won't even be able to post about. You won't even have a caption to, to give a description of it because he'll just have to show the video. Just strange stuff. I mean, blinded eyes opening, deaf ears opening, the paralyzed walking, the lame walking, the things, everything Jesus did. We're going to see him do it. I'm glad to have a everything brother. Everything Jesus did, we're going to see him do. Gary828 makes a good point. So, do we need to start praying and mark his name? We address God? <laughs> I'm scared on the answer. Um, but <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like die and rise after three days and nights. Yeah. Like is, is Marcus Rogers going to resurrect? Um, is Marcus Rogers going to give atonement for sins? I mean, everything you have to be careful. See, but <laughs> yeah, even go to the cross. I mean, everything that Jesus do, we're told Marcus Rogers is going to do. So don't be surprised if you're just out on vacation and lo and behold, you're, you're, on a, you're on a boat. Lo and behold, you just see Marcus Rogers walking by. I mean, don't be surprised if that happens. Uh, you know, if, you know, uh, McDonald's drive through goes out of service and Marcus Rogers just starts, you know, um, 
making fish fillet sandwiches, I guess, you know, and <laughs> you know, got the fish and bread combo, you know, uh, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. And like I said, this has nothing to do with me being a cessationist or not. I, I know charismatics who would, who would laugh at the stuff that, that's being going on and say, this is absurd. This is an abuse of the gifts. So whether you agree with the continuation or the cessation of them, that's beyond the point. I hope we can all stand in agreement and say, this is wild. Right? Marcus Rodgers is going to gather him 12 disciples. <laughs> he's going to get, he's going to get uh, beat, you know, crown of thorns on his head. I mean, this is crazy, y'all. This is madly absurd. One more video. <laughs> if you haven't had enough yet. People know him, but there are people that only come to him in private. They're well-known people. The people that, that, that secretly, like Nicodemus, celebrate him in private and reach out to him in private, they're not going to be able to come into his public promotion. They're not. And everyone that was ashamed of it, going to have to look at it from the outside. What's going to happen? He's, God's got, not going to allow him to promote the people that didn't want that dimension. He'll be allowed to do the same thing they did. Send a text message. <laughs> hey, can you give me on CNN? So that's pretty much it. So some kind of parallel of Nicodemus <laughs> coming in the night is used as a reference to people sneaking in the night trying to get their shine on for Marcus Rogers and Marcus Rogers like nah I mean what the wind blows where it rich I, 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 I don't even know the point of that trying to use that passage obviously it's out of context that's uh, if you're just wondering if you were kind of like stumbled for a minute um, it bro that 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 little vi that video that was posted was one of the most blasphemous, disturbing, man-exalting things I think I've ever seen. All for the glory of God, right? I mean, you just got to end it with that. But who received all the glory? Who, who received all the glory there? It was all about Marcus Rogers and him leveling up. So guess what? Marcus Rogers, if you thought he was really above you, now... He really above you since he leveled up apparently there. And so I don't know what else more we can say. Um, Someone talks about the infatuation of the, the congregation. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. And, and that's how cults operate. There's a fatuation with the leader, the preacher, the the apostle the bishop whatever there's an infatuation with him the the charisma of the uh you know the 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 speaker or the leader you know and um that's often how people 
get in, they, they stay in, and they'll tolerate a lot of the false teachings, abuses, and manipulation they see. You guys should watch uh, the Jim Jones documentary. Watch that documentary. It's a fascination, fascinating uh, <laughs> level of logic. That's right. It's a fascinate, fascinating documentary on the manipulation of a cult. Um, Jim Jones started off doing a lot of good things, air quotes, feeding people, providing, uh, um, you know, um, you know, shelters for people and right. Even moved across right to Jim Jones to start their own town. And it looked good. But <laughs> you. Uh, you start to see from the people that he was raping men and women. Uh, manipulating them, working them like 20 hours of the day. Um, disturbing stuff if you watch that documentary. You know, you want to know one of the most heartbreaking things about that documentary? After he killed all the people, some people escaped because I guess for some reason like they couldn't make it to the to the town. After all that, there are people who still speak well about Jim Jones. Because they're still in that trance. And guess what? They are cultable. <laughs> uh, another cult leader can come and sweep them up just as easy. And so I, I, I do these videos because a lot of times people, why do you keep on doing this? Because I care for you guys. I care for those involved in the cult. By God's grace, the algorithms will shake in the atmosphere, right? <laughs> Use the, the prophet language. And one of them will 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 be so frustrated at what's going on potentially they'll watch the video to see what i have to say and they will say wow this guy is spot on this guy is spot on you know so um that's my hope that's my hope and, and god god can god can do that um, no, I don't have an obsession about Marcus Rogers. I have a love for people who are on their way to hell. Let's get the narrative right. Let's, let's, let's get the narrative right. First of all, first of all, let's, let's get the narrative right. Right. Because he makes videos talking about the people who address false doctrine as being obsessive. I don't want Marcus Rogers to determine the narrative. Someone said, what's a what's a correct way to use the prophetic gift? All right, I'll explain. Preach the Bible. <laughs> Preach what God has already said. And uh, tune in to uh, Developing Dad at 9 p.m. Um, you know, so, yeah, make sure y'all tune in to him. Subscribe to him if you're not. The guy running this live. The guy name is Chris. You can call me K-Dub. Yes, the guy. <laughs> Can I help you with something? But 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 preach what God has already said. Preach what God has said. That's the safe, sure way <laughs> to know you're preaching prophetically. You know, grace and peace, Alexander, for the super chat.
I don't have to be innovative and preach something new. That's that's dangerous. I have a much truer word than the prophets. Than these prophecies. Than those hearing the voice of God. I have a much truer word as Peter said. And that is scripture. That is scripture. I, I'm, 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 I'm convinced on that. I'm, I'm, that's the solid rock. That's the solid ground. God's word. And so if you want to, to preach what God said, preach the Bible. You want to hear God speak? Read it out loud. <laughs> you know, read your Bible out loud. You will hear God every time. You don't need these innovative thoughts and dreams and visions. That's how cults start. Every cult has started by God speaking to them. Every cult. Mormonism. Visited by God. Preaching something new is dangerous. So what? We just copy sermons? You preach what God has said. You preach what God has said. What's, what's wrong with that? See? <laughs> We, we, we want something innovative. We want something innovative. Someone says, uh, I believe God can speak to people and the word can be backed up by scripture. Well, then God already said what he said in the scripture. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. Preach what God has said. There, there, there's no more. There's no need for new revelations. How do you know? If it's new, if, if, if it's true, guess what? You have all kinds of people saying, God told me something. Now, if you're one of those people say, well, it must match what's in the scripture. Well, then shouldn't I just go to the scripture in the first place? Right. Wouldn't that be <laughs> the, the, the best starting point? If I just affirm what the scripture said, I got the same thing you got apparently from this, from the prophecy you got. I just read my Bible and got what you had. Guys, God's word is sufficient. It never changes. <laughs> it's, it's more than enough. I don't need to hear this voice from God. I don't need all that. You know why? I got 66 books, bro. And I'm still trying to learn God. <laughs> I don't need these other stuff. Uh, Justin Peters, he's a, he came to our church once. I know Justin Peters. He was very helpful when I was coming out of the word of faith movement. So man, I, I, I'm, I'm dogmatic on this point because I've been in word of faith churches. I've seen the manipulation. I've seen the abuse. Um, I know how it works. But when you stand on scripture, there's there's nothing stronger than God's word. There's nothing more authoritative than God's word. You can tell me God told me all day. You can tell me all that. Go to God's word. Go to the Bible. That's that's our common ground. <laughs> if you're telling me God told you. And it ain't no Bible to it. Says, what was false about the word of faith movement? Uh, prosperity gospel, the 
the little God's doctrine. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff else in in the word of faith movement. But essentially, their 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 word their uh, prosperity gospel teachings. It's heretical. God does not promise you because you follow him money, wealth and health. Historically, Christians, matter of fact, God promises you'll suffer. You know, and the, 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 the word of faith teachers teaches that suffering comes from Satan. But you read your Bible. Matter of fact, God says you're going to suffer following him. You'll be persecuted for his namesake. You look over history. Many great Christians have had terrible health. Have been broke. Let's talk about the missionaries that God has used to save uh, people. They've been persecuted. For his namesake. Right. They did not love. They did not love their lives. Right. But you have a lot of this being taught in many churches that the idea of suffering and not teaching that. But going back to the idea of 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 the Bible, man, that that should be what we go to. If you're telling me a concept. That I'm that I may be foreign to or or not. And, and you're, you're taking a scripture out of context or you have no scripture, I, I'm not going to affirm. I'm not going to affirm what you're talking about. I'm not. Because God's word is why anyone should, should, any doctrine you hold to should have a biblical basis to it. Yes, uh, yes, it's very similar to the Mormon's doctrine. Am I going to G3? I want to go to 2023. I won't be at the 2022, but me and Virgil are cool, so hopefully I can uh, see go to the 2023. But to those in the Marcus Rogers cult, man, I, I, I I'm concerned for y'all. I'm concerned for y'all for real, for real, like. It ain't because it ain't because um, I want clout. I want more views. No, hear my heart. <laughs> hear my heart on these things. It's because I desire you to be saved. If you are following the doctrine, um, if you are following the doctrine of Marcus Rogers, denying essential doctrines like the Godhead, the Trinity. Following things like you must speak in tongues and be water baptized to be saved. A a faith and works to be for justification. Um, you know, as well as other things he teaches. Then I'm concerned. I'm concerned for you. You know. So, I mean, and if people would want to have conversations who... Who, who are in that, we can have private co offline conversations. We can have offline conversations. You can email me. Minister Kev, I've, I've told you multiple times, you can come on the channel. 
I get, I guys, I get that the keyboard is a lot easier for some of you guys, but I'm not going to do that all day. You guys can debate in the comments. I'll, I'll say something every now and then respond. Appreciate it. Minister Kev, you are more than likely to come on the channel and discuss this. So. Man, people people just want to do the keyboard thing all day, man. I'm not going to do that. But yes, if you deny the doctrine of the Godhead, the triune God of Scripture, you are not a Christian. As zealous as you may be, I get being ignorant and I show grace there. I show grace to many doctrines where there's ignorance. But a full-blown, um, full-blown just Denial? Uh, faith and works to be saved? You're no brother of mine. And I don't say that to be harsh or mean. I don't say that to be harsh. I say that because I love God's word and I love his people. I have a, I have a, I have a love for the lost. I go out evangelizing because, you know, one of the common responses, you have a lot of energy for online, uh, online false teachers. What are you doing in your community? <laughs> I laugh when I see that. I laugh when I see that. I do open air preaching in my community. I disciple people in my community. I'm, I'm more zealous in the local church. <laughs> I stay hours after the sermon's over. You know what? But I, I don't I don't post that on videos. I don't I don't post the videos. You know why? I'm not trying to I'm, I'm not trying to just show what I do. So those who are trying to accuse me of, oh, I'm just more zealous online. You guys don't have you guys may never know what I do offline. The conversations I have with people and, and you know, the discipleship, you know, small group meetings, all, all these things. But nevertheless, it's, it's, it's just a whataboutism. It's not really addressing the real issue at hand. I don't want to talk about me all day. We could talk about God's word. And yes, I do want to protect the universal sheep. I do want to protect God's bride. Those who have been entrenched in the false doctrines. Right. If it's if it's not on social media, then it happened. Right. <laughs> As developing dead says. Yeah. I mean, pe pe people always want to speculate about what you're doing <laughs> when you're doing something they don't like. Right. <clears throat> Can you imagine the apostles? Right. Receiving a letter back from the Corinthians saying, Paul, what are you doing in your local community? As he's addressing their false teaching. Right. That would be absurd. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to fathom the Apostle Paul's thought process. Right? He'd be like, I know these jokers didn't. I, I, I know I didn't write this long letter for them to just tell me that. It's interesting. But <clears throat> about to wrap this up, y'all. Um, I, I hope this video was helpful. Yeah, man. Hit me up, man. Hit me up on the email, bro. I, I, and I feel like I'm pretty accessible uh, 
I'm more accessible to to people local, you know, local, my local church. I, I, I can't have a relationship with everybody. You know what I mean? Like that, that's impossible. I'm only one person, but I mean, to people who reach out to me, you know, we'll, we'll chop it up. Hey man, they'll, some people reach out to me. Hey, yo, what do you think about this? And I'll boom, boom, boom. One thing I'm very passionate about, and I want to do a video. Some people have probably seen, I've been having this video for, um, um, for a while, um, is doing a video on the importance of the local church. Um, why is the body so divided? The Bible said, let's reason together. I'll reason. <laughs> um, I am very passionate about the local church. I want to do a video on helping people to get in a local church. If they're not, I want to do a video. I, I want in that same video. I want to talk about, um, you know, um, what the church looks like, what it is, the, the importance of the elders and, and the deacons and the functionality of the church. I tell, look, if you never watch another video of mine and you pour all your time into the local church, bro, you, I would be your biggest fan because <laughs> we don't have enough of that. We don't have enough of that. The, the, the low, the importance of the local church, especially since COVID has kind of went down. Um, I'm not a fan of Marcus Rogers, but he recently affirmed the Trinity in one of his videos. That's, that's not true. That's false. And I'll get, I'll get back to you. Uh, Renzo, my bad, man. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Yeah. We need to talk. No doubt. I'll, I'll hit you up. Marcus Rogers is not a friend of the Trinity. But I want to lay out a video of why people should, um, you know, be involved in their local church. You know, because it's important because I, I'm a firm believer of this and I'll, I'll, I could elaborate more when I do the video. I am a firm believer that if you're not in the local church, the threat of apostasy um, is upon you. I'm not saying you lost your salvation. And like I said, I'll elaborate fully when I do that video. But, um, and, and just look now at, because of COVID, like people stopped going, uh, you know, going to church and all this. And, and, and it's a wonder why people you saw last year, two years ago, claiming to be Christians, now saying, I want nothing to do with Christ. When you stop gathering with God's bride, and, and guess what? This ain't church. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I'm not your pastor. Yes, a sound local church. Good clarification. I'm not your pastor. I'm not a, don't, don't, this is not a substitute for your church. So, YouTube videos can never be a, a substitution for your church. Being involved in the church. And like I said, I, I probably need to save a lot of that energy for that video. Um, every video I've seen of Marcus Rogers, he has said he doesn't affirm the Trinity, but he doesn't believe it's necessary. He, he, what you may have heard him say something to the effect of father, son, spirit. People think that's the Trinity saying you believe in the father, son, spirit is not <laughs> what about the meta church is not the Trinity because it's not, um, Amen. Amen. So true. 
th that's not distinguishable enough. It's what do you believe about those things? God doesn't dwell in man-made things. What are you talking about? God <laughs> literally told you to go to church. God is with his people when they gather. Go to church. I mean, there's many commands you cannot do apart from the gathering of the body. How do you obey Hebrews 10.25 where it says to gather unto the church? How do you obey Hebrews 13.7 where it says to submit yourself to the elders? And by elders, it means in the context of the local church, the function of elders. Who are your elders? Who are you submitting to? You could tell a lot of person who will not submit to the local church. You could tell a lot about that person. What scripture? Hebrews 10.25, Hebrews 13.7. Guess what? <laughs> if you would have been anti-church in the local, in, in the early church, um, you know, um, if you'd have been anti-church in the day of the apostles, guess what? You wouldn't have received no New Testament letters because they were all written to churches. Bro, the important church, the, the local church is important. Find a solid biblical one who teaches the Bible and, and, um, and pour into that. What if you can't find a good local church? Find the best one or uproot yourself to a good one you know. I, I, I can go on and on about uh, the, the local church. The same local church pushing for the snake bite. I have no clue what you're talking about. No clue what you're talking about. Forsake not the assembly of the body. So many, pieces, so many people make excuses for why they can't attend church, but they'll drive hour and a half for their work. It pays good. You, you will drive so long for that girl to see her every week because y'all in a long distance relationship. But you can't drive for the for 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 God's bride. Slaving at that job, <laughs> driving an hour plus to your work. I, I've I'm I'm ashamed of the things I've driven farther to. Than the excuses sometimes I have made in the past about why I can't go to church. I'm just saying, man. I think we should. I think in these last days, man, we need to get our priority straight. Priority straight. Will the church bring you salvation? No, but God told you to go do it, so you do it. <laughs> Obey God, not man. We, as someone says, when you get a home church, come a member, give, serve. Serve at your local church. Serve at your local church. And, and not every church is doing that. So find one that's not. My church isn't. That's right, man. If, if I never make a video and I just disappear... <laughs> I will be committed to the local church and serving there. Um, God loves his bride, man. God loves his bride. And, and find the, so if you can't find a, 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 a good solid church where you're like, man, I don't agree with everything. That's fine. Find the best one. So I'm Baptist. Um, 
it's it's not that so someone says it's not that easy i understand i understand it's not i like i said i look for i, I hope to do a video on um no i didn't um I look, I look forward to doing a video on how to help people find a good church and um, things like that. But find the best church in your area. Like I said, I'm Baptist. I attended a Presbyterian church for a whole year. I had I had many disagreements. I believe membership is biblical. But like I said, we'll, we'll get into this, uh, this church doctrine, uh, you know, soon I, I will do a live on it um because I, it's that important to me and so I, I'm, I'm very encouraged to see a lot of people uh talk about their local church and um you know you know talk about how important it is to them as well uh, th that encourages me uh, but i do want to see more people be about the local church um you won't lose your salvation if you don't find a church you won't lose your salvation if you don't read your Bible tomorrow either, but you still should read it. <laughs> so I'll leave it at that. I appreciate everybody watching this video. Hope Hopefully it was edifying. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it some more, talk about that last section some more, but hopefully they're about the serious matter of, of, of false teaching and, and sound doctrine, man. Um, man, it's important. So, and, and ultimately, I hope this live demonstrating one thing, man. You got to know your Bible. You got to know your Bible. You got to know your Bible, man, on uh, these last days. And so, guys, you know how we do it here at All Things Theology. Till the next time, grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. God bless y'all. Grace and peace.